0: You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast, with Allie,
1: a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy, wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just
0: a little twisted.
2: Hello, hello. It is a beautiful day to be alive. We are here with such an amazing man, PT. He is founder, director of the Living Foundation and um, one of your beautiful morning voices that you might hear on 102.9 The Wolf. And uh, he's just an all around amazing guy. We had so much fun, so much laughter. He's just got such great charisma. And um it's really cool to just kind of hear how he shot for the stars and just didn't stop until he got to where he's going. He very much lives his life organically and, um, it works for him. And so listen in, listen in on how I just said, listen in twice, (laughs) but um, take in how he just really listened to his intuition and his gut in each process moving forward just to get him to where he is today. He is very eloquent with words. Imagine that being a, t- or a radio extraordinaire, but, um... I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. He has great energy. We had a lot of fun. And we just appreciate everything he brings to the table as well as all the advice and um, love he's given back to us. So listen in and uh, we're excited. I hope you are too. Thanks. Good morning and welcome to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We are here with a special guest today, PT. He is the founder of Live in Foundation. He is also one of your friendly radio hosts on 102.9 The Wolf.
1: Yeah. What else do you have pow, to add right?
2: to this uh, resume of yours? There's
1: a lot of uh <laughs> there's a lot of tentacles, I guess. You know, I mean I did uh I was grateful enough to be able to found um, a Midwest country music organization, which started as Midwest CMA, and we had to pivot on that, and a marketing agency as well, too. But I think it's just the entrepreneur in me that loves, you know, uh, starting new ventures and maybe not finishing all of them, but <laughs> at least starting the journey is best we can. But thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate hey, it very you know, much.
2: It's kind of funny. I was like trying to research you, and you're kind of like a little hidden ghost. You are. <laughs> too. I was like,
0: what?
1: that's because I'm not on TikTok. I, mean, I refuse I to be like, on TikTok. I'm like,
2: I think we're just gonna have to go into this a little blind from what I know. <laughs> but I was trying to like find a little bit of information because I was like, could see that you were you were uh, starting a lot of those different um, musical. What did you call it? Uh, uh, well, the vent, like the, ventures or yeah,
1: events ventures, or whatever. Yeah. Yes.
2: Um, but I didn't really, couldn't see quite where like you were landed in all of it. So I love it. I'm excited to kind of dig into you like really blindly. Like yeah. no other well, information. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: let's, you know, dig it in. I'm <laughs> grateful to be on the show, I guess. You know, I think, uh, you know, when it comes to, I mean, I think social media and a lot of things, you know, putting out into the universe, you know, what you want people to see or you know maybe what you don't want people to see whatever can be somewhat frustrating so if if i am being a ghost in any capacity i'm definitely not trying to i don't think i'm trying to be any more of an enigma than <laughs> no. than like i am you know no. i think it's more just like if anything i'm you know sometimes spread too thin which we all are you right, know what yeah, i mean i right. think sometimes you just get it's like oh i should probably update that bio you know like i just looked at my instagram a couple of days ago and i saw that i was still the voice of the big rig bandit series which was like this traveling like semi truck racing series that i did <laughs> and it was kind Kind of pre-pandemic, so it's like, well, it's kind of old info now. You know what I mean? I probably should update that. Well,
0: you have all of that you on have there. Your social media. We just met yeah. personally, no, like
1: personally. We're like, trying
2: to like find out. I mean, not that like we're like going deep, like yeah. your past. Yeah. Like, Why
1: not? Let's go deep. Anything. Isn't that what we do I mean, on the Twisted Sisters podcast? We're getting real, yeah, exactly.
0: we're getting real get... twisted <laughs> over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, twisted right off the bat. That's that's how you hook in them in the podcast game. You know.
2: So you used to live on one two five. Yeah, yeah. Tell
0: us about how that was. Cruise. I have a realtor here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: well, I will say from a personal standpoint, you know, like most recently, so... Um, my wife is from Georgia, so I got married to a, a girl from Georgia, and I've been a sales guy my whole life. And I say that the greatest sale I ever made was convincing a Georgia peach <laughs> to move to Minnesota. Okay, so like Definitely. that, Bridget. you know, super cool there, and super grateful that that she's that she came into my life, and we have a daughter, a twenty-month-old daughter. Uh, her name is Olivia. Oh, we call her Liv for short, which actually had nothing to do officially love, with the Living Foundation, say. but a lot of people kind of assume that. And her name is is uh, Olivia Grace. And so it's kind of like live grace. And I think live is something that hopefully I brought to her with just like this passion for um, deliberate existence, which I think is a lot of what living is finding your passion really like engaging that. in that and being able to put your head down on your pillow at night and say that I, you know, I took advantage of the breath that I was given today. And then my wife is the grace side of the equation. I used to be a lot more of a bull in a china shop. Uh, <laughs> I don't I believe still, it. I still can be a little bit. Um, but. My wife, Brooke, really taught me um, a level of grace that is probably one of the greatest gifts that I will have ever received from her. So we kind of, we say like, you know, live grace. That's sort of our little thing with her coming together. So, so yeah, thank thing. you very much. So that's yeah. kinda that's a big Remember? thing from a personal standpoint in my life. And um, I do uh, posted probably too many pictures of my never, daughter. But never, you know, the funny no. thing is I never. say this, okay, so... I could probably, and I'm not a, a cancer research person by any means, but I could I could cure cancer tomorrow, okay, and post about on an Instagram, and if I didn't put a picture of Liv, I won't get any traction whatsoever, but I, I could put a, post a picture of Liv in, like, a baseball hat of mine and get twice as many... <laughs> so
2: it's like a cute puppy. Like, exactly. yeah, they like, have to be cute, otherwise yeah. we'd, like, lose our minds, yes, right? How
1: much. is that the, the, the algorithm in some I, capacity? <laughs> like that awesome.
0: one baby that's going around, and I can can't think of his name Willie. something have you seen this Uh uh-uh.
1: the meme one yes. or, yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like,
0: poor yeah. Baby. No, i'm starting with a three
2: major <laughs> who's like just yells at me i'm we're scared we all live on pins and needles we're scared of this girl i'm nervous for when she's a teenager three she was, going on 13 she's or whatever cute. she's yeah. got like the little she innocent is. face and she's sweet but man she gives you that look. You're like, oh, God, what did I do now? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> yeah. want snacks. I'm like throwing snacks at her. <laughs> like, comes, I'm like, yeah. just just like, let's just have, can we just get in the car and have like a cool morning? Like, What's your
1: daughter's name? Lorelei. I love that. Very Lorelei. pretty. Thank yeah. you.
2: Yeah, her dad and I just came up with it we loved it but cool she's a Laura. it's funny how after you name your kid you're like yeah that's yeah you. Definitely. yeah that's definitely it's like we you. got
1: that one right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing we got right the parenting, yeah, yeah. The parenting success up the yeah. yeah not sure so. about the rest of raising them but we got the name right that's the cool part <laughs>
2: Exactly. so you are the founder of live in foundation can you yeah. give us some insight into how you got started on that and what kind of drove you to start it
1: yeah i sure can so um i guess the The elevator speech part about the Living Foundation is that essentially we are um, a 100% volunteer run nonprofit that really is trying to start conversations about mental health and mental illness in order to reduce the stigma associated with that. And that combined thing is kind of, that's like what we say, get busy living, like get out there and start conversations and so on and so forth. And we feel like by starting these conversations in our everyday lives, that you know we that's what we're doing is we're reducing the stigma you know i i have these you know shirts and and wristbands and and all sorts of different swag that has like hashtag living on it and it's kind of like if what if living and hashtag living was sort of like the pink of breast cancer yeah you know there's nothing positive in, in you know per se about breast cancer but through the color pink you know, we've created this community where people can bond together and they know that like if they're at a breast cancer event or if they see somebody with like a sticker, they're like, hey, that's a breast cancer warrior. Like they know my, you know, my my feeling and that it's yeah. like a yeah. connection there. And I think that's what in organically has turned into that, right, is right. a movement and a community and, and a place where people can feel um, connected to one another through, unfortunately, um you know very very trying times so the the connection piece is obviously mental illness and and certainly suicide and you know I lost my father to suicide in 2013 and that was sort of the i guess I'll say the the starting point for live in having that connection now technically speaking you know live in existed before my connection and my loss of my dad Um, but it was two years after the loss of my father that through the live in movement and through me wearing uh, my t-shirt and talking about um, you know my depression from the loss of my dad that really started the movement and I'll actually never forget it. It's 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 kind of a neat story. I was on uh, the, a radio station at the time promoting and I was talking openly about the loss of my dad and and just kind of about what the live-in movement like meant to me and, and stuff like that. And uh, a gentleman came up to me at an event, at a, at a country music event, and he said, hey, which one of your DJs talks about like live-in and, and losing his dad to suicide? I said, well, that's me. And he said, I just want to thank you because every time you talk about that, it gives me a little bit of hope and a little bit of strength that I'm not alone um, in his situation. And it turns out he had lost his niece earlier that year uh, to suicide. And, you know, he had struggled from that. Right. The questions and the, the whys uh, behind that and the fact that you always have more you know, questions than answers, I think, a lot of yeah, times with absolutely. a loss by suicide. And you're never going to get answers. Right. That's yeah. The, un, the, a, yeah like, the the unsolved, you know, and questions to to, and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Terms with that is hard.
1: And I think that, you know, in any loss. So, you know, I never compare loss. Right. Like that's that's not what um, we're here to do with live in or, or any capacity. However, um, there is a unique loss when it's a loss by suicide because mm-hmm. of you know this this may be perceived choice um or you know you struggle with again the questions or uh this nature of kind of like hey you know you know this battle of like a, a self a, you know a selfish act or not mm-hmm. and all these different things that go along with it um it, on top of the normal grief that you feel as a human being suffering a loss yeah. so anyway that that there's whole there's like movement. a shame
2: i think that yeah. comes along oh. with it i feel like suicide is put into a box somehow and i think the one thing i try to tell people is not a one size fits all like i think you people have this idea of what it is and it's really so much more and there's so many other stories there's so many other avenues that can bring you to that place that it's not the same for everybody
1: oh no there's no blueprint. You know, there's for, no, no no not not for it's not
2: yeah the I agree. front end
1: or the back end no, of it exactly. unfortunately and i think that um the the dynamic and that's why i think mental health in general is such a tough topic because if I break my arm right here, right now, which hopefully doesn't happen during the twist. <laughs> yeah, not, please, not sure how twisted we're going to get here, not. but, <laughs> but if, you know, to twist my arm and yeah. break my break my wrist or something, you know, you, you can go get an x-ray, you know, you, you can get a a, a diagnosis. It's like, Hey, there's a cast, you know, six to eight weeks, yada, yada. Yet it's very, it's, it's much more cut and dry. Right. Yeah. Whereas if you're battling something, you know, in your mind, we we don't have as much of the ability to pinpoint that and to your point you know what are the what are the triggers that have you know or, or the stressors that have kind of gotten to your point the genetic components of it there's a lot yeah. of gen- so well and just, we've it, learned
2: how to get through life and act like oh, we're good you know right, people, where, some of us are the best face. actors 100 percent absolutely and you know everybody's like well i didn't see that and it's like well You weren't supposed to. Right. There's a reason you didn't see that, you know.
1: Another one that I see a lot with, you know, um, with losses by suicide is like you'll see somebody that, you know, it's like whether they're famous or they're wealthy or whatever, where the the common answer or the common maybe point of is like, well, that person had it all. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that's such a you know and, and and i understand where those people are coming from in saying that because on the surface yeah it appears as though like they that. had it all right but like i think the whole point becomes you know when your self worth is at a level where it it you know it is really i mean dangerous right like it doesn't matter if you're driving a ferrari or if you're driving a Pontiac, like right. you know what i mean like we're doesn't, all human. Right, we're all human. Doesn't it doesn't right the mind doesn't and just playing. like cancer or just like other things you know mental illness doesn't you know it doesn't choose it doesn't say well you know men only or women only or whites only but it's like that's not it's not how it works man everybody can be affected and Um, what's
2: super hard about mental illness too is we're all genetically dispositioned differently so what what helps some people isn't going to help another person and how we're wired how your brain operates whether you're lacking dopamine whether you're lacking right um you know uh, trauma based whatever it is in you it's hard because the help for that isn't all the same oh yeah know? like and go, so back to the, really go back learning. to the wrist issue right yeah, like it's really learning what you need as a person who you are and learning what is going to help that person individually 100 trigger. there's not all yeah. that that's not always available for everybody and
1: and they may not know where those resources even, are they may not exactly. you know i mean we we've had that um with living for example like people go so so we kind of talk, it's like, hey, start the conversation, get out there. You know, we're, we're really, I don't want to say we're loud, but we're, we're very, we, we make a lot of noise in like the mental health universe or whatever, right? And then people come to our website and we have some resources on the website where they can go and we've tried to like direct them. But even yeah. to your point, um, like you know there's so many resources to direct somebody and depending on where they live those resources yeah. could be completely different you know right. like you've got that and then to your point it's like whether it's you know uh group therapy or individual therapy or you know a, a psychologist or or uh medication or heck even like yoga or yeah. just exercise or just whatever yep. they you know the, the there are so many ways to get so yeah you're right it's it's a very unique landscape that we're living in from a standpoint of getting help you but
2: know? i love how you guys are loud about it but in such a like I don't wanna say it's fun, but it it's in such a not so serious it's like hey let's design. talk yeah. about this let's yep. let's like put it out there but it, it doesn't have to be so somber and serious right and, you know and it it really keeps it so lighthearted. and i think that's so much easier to it's approachable right it's a lot easier to come to you and it's a lot easier it makes that door open so much easier to walk through than when it you just kind of feel that you know tension or there's a a disposition to it but i i love that about you guys and that's since i've been yeah like, we're not very
1: medically uh you know i think it's, it's like,
2: great though but yeah. that's, no, but that's need. you need it to you be do. like relatable and like oh yeah they're just like me and you and that's not it's not always the case with some of these things you and know? just
0: your kind of mission statement to live life because we are not getting out of this alive nobody yeah, is and yeah i mean it's very much
1: yeah it's it's very much that um and I think even going back to the loss of my dad, like I I've said that, you know, the type of person that my dad was and who I strive to be is the type of person where, you know, whether you knew them for four minutes or for 40 years, like they were going to treat you with the the utmost respect. And they're probably going to make you hopefully a better person. Like I, I literally try to um, set up my interactions kind of the way that I vision my dad was, which is like, how can I make people, you know, want to be a better sister or a better brother or a better mother or a better father, or whatever. And like, what if we all just kind of had that idea of going through life like that and finding our passions and whatever. And yeah, that just kind of became living. And, and you're right. I mean, I, I appreciate it. it's by design. So I, it sounds like the brand is working, <laughs> from working. A, uh, but it we, is. you know, we don't want to be, stuffy we don't want to be yeah. you know um there, there are plenty of other you know organ and in great by the way like great organizations and there are plenty of other people in this space uh doing things in more of what i would consider a a rigid approach or yeah. more of like a i mean not that we're not researched but more of a researched approach and Science-y, like methodical method- and whatever yeah, like we're just absolutely. that's not who living is it's never who we will right. be you know so yeah but i
2: think that's like that's kind of the mental health area, you know, <laughs> right. nobody, we're all just kind of <laughs> fucked up. You yeah.
1: know, like let's <laughs> right, be real. Right. Like
2: exactly. some of us are just better at yeah. hiding it than others. That's, you know? Well, that's exactly right. In every and, capacity,
1: somebody's yeah, probably having some issues.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And and if you're not, yeah, you probably will be because you're going to have a loss somewhere. You're going to lose a relationship. You're going to lose a job. You're going to be struggling financially. There's just, life's just going to hit. You don't get through life without, I mean, no matter how much money you have, right? right? No matter how good things look, you're still going to have issues. And so if it, hasn't hit you yet more than likely it will come at some point in your life yeah when you're not expecting it yeah Mm -hmm. um i so i heard about you through the chart house i was actually supposed to work that night you guys had a big event yeah that's right yeah and so um it was funny because after and i had my daughter and i was gonna stop by then i'm like i don't want to stop my work you know but i should (laughs) have and i wish i would have at this point but um i had so many people actually not even from work other people through my social media reach out and they were like how did you, how are you not there? Like, this was oh, no. your yeah. like domain. <laughs> your and time I'm like, wait, what? Who? And they're like, yeah, PT. And so um, I forget her name. I'm so sorry. I can't remember your name, but she reached out to me. She was like, you have to get a hold of PT. I'm telling him to get a hold of you. You guys have to connect. You guys have to share some stories because I don't know what it is, but I just connected you guys immediately. And I was like, well, that's cool. You know, I'm, all right. And I just kind of, you know, because we get, hit up for podcast stuff all the time yeah. and sometimes it works with the avenue we're working towards sometimes it doesn't so I just and so I was looking at it I'm like oh this is really cool so then I did reach out to you and we were able to connect well then I found out I'm like oh like you're like yeah I'm the host of a like radio station too and I'm like <laughs> I was like okay and then I was like I had no idea about anything else except for your foundation but it was really cool getting to talk to you because you just put into perspective of uh just how your idea and what you had was like you don't want to have like why start all these new foundations why constantly keep starting a foundation for suicide awareness like why can't we all just work together and like create a big stamp and that's exactly what you're doing with that hashtag so i thought that was really cool and it really lit a bulb in my head of like yeah like we should be working together like Unless you have a certain direction, and that's what you were telling me within your foundation that you do. You kind of send people off in other areas, yeah. correct? Yeah. I
1: mean, I think in the mental health space, right, like um, a lot of people have uh, good intentions when they – Embark on a journey based on whether it's based on a loss or based on their own you know stories or whatever and sometimes that journey turns into a scenario where they start an event or they start an organization or a nonprofit or whatever and I think the the point that I think we want to look at with live energy just in general is it's like there's a lot of busy work that goes on i mean even like i mean full full transparency like we have a lot of stuff going on with living where i'm like man we're all volunteers and it's like i wish there was a lot of more time in the day to be able to do these things or more people like on board or whatever and so i think just, just sometimes you know if people are like hey they come to me and they go hey Like, you know, my friend, you know, unfortunately lost somebody like we want to start an event. We want to start a music festival or whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, like I'm already running a music festival. (laughs) Like I don't really have a lot of bandwidth to do yours, too, or whatever. And then or, you know, similar story. Maybe they want to do, you know, another event or maybe they want to start an organization. And I always just say, look, before you do that, like try to do whatever you're doing for at least a year and have it benefit or partner with somebody else that's already in the space okay oh because then you can you can make sure that you give yourself some time to um to ensure that you want to take on all of the other elements of that you know what I mean yeah. and so I just think that sometimes yeah we're all going in different directions and pretty soon it's like well you know geez Samantha's already doing that like I'll talk to you know you know whatever just somebody new and they'll say well I really want to do this I'm like why don't you just work with Samantha and make it awesome like I want you know make it some more collaboration I love that that
2: was just it was super it's just great and it's smart it's exactly what we should be doing and it also helps with the whole thing is like you don't want to be doing it all on your own yeah it's a lot of work well
1: we're I mean you know we're all ideally we're all better better together in this community right and so um yeah that's it's a little bit of a um i don't want to say that it's a um innovative thigh ha- i i I guess it is kind of innovative in our space. I wish it wasn't as an innovative of a thought, I yeah. guess. um, But it, it tends to be, and an for better or for worse. I mean, believe me, everybody that is in um this space is in it for, you know, uh, to try to get to hopefully the same place, which is more, you know, awareness, ultimately preventing, you know, suicides. I, I struggle with the fact that I, I don't know if we're ever going to like end suicide. I mean, like, I just don't know if like that to me, that's a... That's want to set goals that are attainable, and the idea of like completely ending suicide is a goal that I just don't know if I, like like. I just don't know like humans, I think we are broken by nature in some capacity. Yeah. So like I I don't look at it that way and and whatever, but um I do think that at some point in time, like we can get we've already gotten to some really cool I was places say, with this
0: year they finally came up with like a nine eight eight. Yeah, not, the nine eight eight, which three is super cool. Yeah. So like
1: even even with nine eight eight, which for for your listeners and, and viewers, it's basically like nine one one for mental health, right? So um I think even just the fact that we have Uh, a three-digit number i mean like the uh, 1-800-100-273 talk i mean here i'm in the business and it's like what was it again you know whatever um but having 988 i think is a huge step even on top of the fact that it's going to hopefully get us to some places and, and save some lives. Just the fact that we now can have this conversation, and we can raise our kids with the fact that it's like, hey, 988, These, yeah. you know, you have these numbers, drop like, roll, right? Exactly. Like this is <laughs> like, oh, that's like yep. part of what I, you know, who mm-hmm. I need to be. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's a huge step as a culture of where we need to be. I think I you're agree. absolutely right. It's a yeah, big deal
0: for sure. So I want to kind of jump into. How did you get into your line of work in a way? Like what made you decide? Because you have the best radio voice. I just want to let you know that.
1: So for the wolf, you mean? Yeah. Uh, So it's a little hoarse right now. I'm on vocal rest right now. So I'm doing a (laughs) podcast with you guys. Um, So... I guess you're absolutely right so I was a sales guy my whole life okay and I my dad was a sales guy I knew I was going to be in in the sales landscape I went to UW-Madison for college so that's where I went to went to college and and I came out and started doing a sales gig for like seven eight years and had a falling out with my boss um which you know I'm sure there's people that have been there done that for whatever but um and people had sort of said you know, like, I mean, I always loved radio. My dad and I would just love, you know, we loved radio in general, specifically country radio. And, and the fact that I'm in country radio right now is awesome. And um, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to I was starting to- I had done a podcast or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this. Like, I think this is who I am. Like, it's not about what I want to be or what I want to do, you know, to support my career or life or whatever is like this is just who I am like I'm a radio personality I just don't have a microphone yet yeah, you know I mean? that's yeah, why that's I looked good. at it um so yeah so I started in sales and people like well you, you're gonna go back to school and learn it I'm like nope, nope. I'm gonna nope. do what I've done for everything else so I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna go sell so I go I sold for um at the time it was clear channel radio it's now iHeartMedia or whatever oh, sure, yeah. uh, and I sold for them for a couple years and and actually you know did pretty well and they were I mean when I quit I mean I was I was like kind of a rising—I don't want to say rising, but I was like a rising sales guy. They're like young, you know, a young yeah. sales pup, you know. And they're like, "You're gonna do what?" And I'm like, "I'm gonna chase my radio dream. I'm gonna <laughs> knock on doors, you know, yeah. uh, all up and down the radio dial until somebody gives me a, sh- a shot." And they did, and you know, the rest is history. I said, I, I literally said this to them. You'll, you guys appreciate this being in in um, kind of your lines of work and more of an entrepreneurial nature. Um, I came to the owner of the of the radio station. I said, "Hey." Um, I would like an opportunity to be on air. You don't have to give it to me. I will earn that right 100%. um, And I'll sell for you in the meantime. So I'll sell for you. Right. And then I just want you to like teach me and just give me a shot at yeah. some point in time yeah. to be on air. Okay. Well, what I did was I had this concept that I stole, and I'll say that I stole because people in radio, <laughs> it's like it's the whole like if you're doing something, chances are someone stole Somebody's from somebody. Yeah, yeah, Somebody's okay. already done that. Um, so oak on the water is with Cities 97. Oh, I used yeah. to sell for Cities 97, okay? okay. And I watched the concept of Oak on the Water. I watched how it was sold. I watched how it was uh, delivered. I watched how it was, you know, brought to life and everything. And I was like, this is brilliant. I could take it to a country audience and call it PT on the patio. Okay. And I could host patio parties and it would be me and, and like live music or whatever. And so I sold um a pt on the patio sponsorship to corona and jack daniels so i sold this i literally <laughs> sold a package before i was even on air so That's like, amazing. so i went back to the station like well i sold this like so. i probably should be on the air with the radio <laughs> right. stations on capacity so. if you
2: guys don't take me somebody else will. right exactly. like at this point in time like as well you know, <laughs> and
1: and the rest is history. And like PT on the patio is now, you know, eight years strong and awesome. and having fun with that and you know whatever. And and I obviously moved to the Wolf uh, when I had a, a chance to um, to try a different station, I guess, or whatever. And that landscape. And then I got a chance to be on air with mornings, which was which is super yeah. awesome. And um, it's you know, morning radio is. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's different. Um, but I I love it, and I think the um, I think my personality. You know probably could fit some other places on on air but you know morning is probably a good spot for me i think when i get up once i get vertical you know so <laughs> it's not always easy I to
0: say what time do you have to get up
1: uh so i set my alarm for 240 245 248 wow. 253 no so i I, we I, get like, to,
2: I would kick you out of the bed i know so we my, well, my wife does so i <laughs> would be like dead so Just
1: basically like, i get one snooze in bed and then i'm on the couch <laughs> yeah. that's the rule
2: you uh, move from one leg spot to the other right. i do that too though. so I'm like
1: i yeah i do a decent amount of snoozing on my couch but usually we're downtown minneapolis by about 3 30 in the morning um and yeah so the early mornings are i mean they're aggressive for sure right. uh but uh but i love it and you know i mean once i'm vertical i probably have as much energy as you know most people after tell. you know six <laughs> cups of coffee or whatever uh so but yeah very grateful for the opportunity with the wolf and it's super fun and, and i think to be honest like It's just talking about who I am or who I've maybe become as a, as um you know as a as the founder of live in and, and just being a radio personality i think it just has fit really nicely yeah. with a lot of things that i've been involved with if that makes sense so it, like having
0: it, your purpose it all yeah. really works yeah. together well for you right I mean, so it's, it's like, like a package
2: deal
1: right so if i'm yeah. doing you know um music events with live in okay when it's mostly country well then i have a country organization and then yeah. well i'm a country radio personality so that makes sense so just it's yeah. sort of uh, it was very organic in in, in which that. is how it has right. to be right right I think that makes a huge difference,
2: I think. And I think it shows in your product too, you know, that it's just from the heart. It's who you are.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Um, The the nugget that I'll never forget is my friend told me one time about a book that he had read um, when it came to businesses and profit and really like value and stuff like that. And I think it's from a gentleman named Lou Carbone. Um, But basically businesses that go in business to make a profit, like that's a backwards way about it you should go into business to provide value for your clients and then the positive benefit of that value for your clients is profitability for your company right so like if you think of you know starbucks or caribou right like they don't sell coffee they they sell experience. They sell the the joy of waking up and feeling good about life right. or whatever, right? And then those feelings then turn into more coffee sales, which turns into, you know, profitability. So I think to your point about the organizations and definitely getting back to live in, I've always told our, you know, our, our people, our volunteers, our leaders within the organization, our board that like if and when we can continue to Focus on the mission and the why, you know, a big Simon Sinek guy when it comes to the why, like, Love if, yeah, if you start with so why good. that everything will fall into place you know what i mean like it, it, it assuming that the why is hopefully in the right place which you know again thankfully with living um it you know for the most part it has been and, and it's touched a lot of people in some pretty positive ways and and uh we're just going to keep keep doing it every if every single day if we can you know change one person's life right. man like you know yeah, be that'd be it. pretty powerful you know yeah
0: So you have a huge event coming up after our little break we just had.
1: (laughs) Uh, We do. So uh, we we call it the Live in Music Festival. Uh, It takes place at ERX Motor Park in Elk River, uh, which is just north of kind of the kind of the main last Minnesota. intersection there. Yeah, In in um, it's in Minnesota, yep. So for people that are listening in other parts, so northern part of the Twin Cities, basically. Um, they have 500 acres there at ERX Motor wow. Park. So uh, we kind of created this event, and it always happens in September because of the fact that September is Suicide Prevention Month. And specifically, we tried to get it somewhat close to September 10th, which is World Suicide Prevention Day, but it typically ends up being the week after that. Like this year, it's literally the Saturday afterwards, It's Saturday september 17th um but it's designed and you know kind of what we were talking about earlier on where living is kind of finding your purpose and that that the ability to like put your head down at night and say that i took advantage of the breath that i was given today and like the things in life that really maybe put a smile on your face and peace in your soul. So we've got a barbecue competition and a cookout, nice. right? Basically with ribs and yeah. we've got music all day long. Yep. We've oh. got cornhole corn Uh tournament. We've got camping. So I was
2: like, can I tent out there? Right? That yeah. So amazing. there's camping on site.
1: So camping, if you think about it, is definitely a live in type thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Music is living for a lot of people. Um, You know, food. barbecue competition and food is, is living for people like just out being outdoors. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of kids activities. We'll have like a petting zoo. So Stuff like that. So, for, so a few things for the kids during the day. Um, basically, the entire event Friday evening all-day Saturday music is all free. The only part that's actually ticketed is Saturday night's main stage performance. But okay. if you think about which
0: it. Which is?
1: Which is Lone Star. Ooh. So if you're if you're familiar with Lone Star, uh, I would say kind of a 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Uh, baby, I'm amazed by it. There baby. you go. I
0: was just going to say go. There yeah. We
1: should r- start ripping a maze. Yeah. Mr. Mom, if you know that yeah. song. A lot oh, of, uh, yes. like my mom's always like, Mr. Mom, bar- rewind Barney for the 18th time or whatever she's always saying that. Uh, It probably dates uh, her or me a little bit. But so Lone Star um, is our headliner. It's usually in the country music realm more so just because that's where I exist. But I mean, I would say that, you know, the artists on the main stage this year, Chad Johnson, who you guys know from uh, the south side of the Twin Cities. You know, he's based out of Northfield. He's super talented. I mean, I would consider Chad, you know, country, but. I mean almost more like on the Americana folk side of the equation. Yeah. Um Aaron Grant is gonna be there. She's from Lakeville, Minnesota, originally, now living in Nashville. She's actually won uh, the Midwest Country Music Organization Female Vocalist of the Year the last three years. Yes. Uh, Lake and Lindale, who won the Band of the Year the last couple of years. So really, the, the the performances and the music is, is pretty strong um, at the event. We do have a memorial part of it where we um, typically do some kind of a, whether it's a balloon release or, you know, sing Amazing Grace, whatever, kind of have an opportunity for – those of us that have you know suffered a loss by suicide to be able to try to release a little bit maybe have you know i don't want to say closure because there's never really officially closure but i think that a lot of us um i think
2: it's nice to acknowledge the person and it's nice to talk about the person yes and it's nice to talk about people and the people you've lost because um, I think sometimes you think other people have forgotten about them. So it's nice to make them still relevant and be around a lot of people who are in the same place. Yeah. Well,
1: and if anybody that's listening, um, and and thank you for that, Samantha, because you're absolutely right. If anybody that's listening has lost somebody, I mean, frankly, if you've lost someone to anything, but, but yeah. definitely to suicide, there is this element of where other, other people don't want to bring that person up because there's fear of like um, – triggering emotions or whatever okay now what's interesting is you know i can understand early on there may be that type of resistance however i will definitely say that from a grief standpoint and just from like with my dad losing my dad I bring my father up in like conversations a lot, and it's by design because it helps me remember him. Um, number one, just remember him in general and, and keep him a part of my life and his legacies to, to live on with me, but also to remember him for the way he lived rather than the way that he died. And right. so, a lot of times, be, oh, you know, you know, what my dad would say his nickname was the Hawk. You know what the Hawk would say right now? Yeah. And like, I'll <laughs> say, like, whatever, and you know, maybe brings a chuckle and, and whatever. Yeah. And that's super. By design, super therapeutic, and I think that that um, deliberate act that me and my family have started to do in the last probably three to four years has been a huge element of, like, my healing process. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're 100% right. Like, the idea of, like, making sure to, to talk about that person And to, you know, and to keep their legacy um, with you in some capacity is super
0: important.
2: I think that's one thing I've tried to tell people is like, I love to talk about them. Um, I think people get scared because it's like it is a little intense at times, but I love to talk about the way that I tell them I'm like, Like, just because they're gone doesn't mean you don't have any love for them anymore. Like, if anything, you have all this love that you're not able to give to them anymore. So it's just stuck here. And so when I get to talk about him, when I get to share stories or um, express to people or even talk about even his death or anything, and if I get emotional at that moment or whatever, I'm like, it's really just all this love that I have in my heart still for him and um, for others around that we've lost, you know, but I go like, Give people the opportunity and don't be scared of it because it is really enjoyable, like you said, to talk about the good times, to enjoy it with other people and hear them smile and be like, oh, that's really funny. And it's like they were great, you know, or they are great. And to still talk about it almost in the present tense, but recognizing that like they left their mark on this world too
0: absolutely and i think because you do go through all those signs of grief in a different way with suicide than you do because you have the the hurt and the madness and the anger and then yeah. it's like a whole different roller coaster the next day with it yeah so.
1: being vulnerable and utilizing that vulnerability to you know to find and create strength for yeah. you and your journey is um is a really really good I mean, it's a powerful thing, right? And I think that when, when if and when you are becoming emotional or whatever, and then somebody, you know, gi- like giving you that vulnerability and say, you know what, I'm gonna get emotional like at times, yeah. like that's okay, and 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 then other people realizing that, and I think that's yeah. one thing we talk about with living a lot is, you know, we we talk about giving ourselves the, the permission to be vulnerable or yeah. to like, you know, it, it, like you, this is a safe space, you know what I mean? Like, and, and we're talking about some topics that are really, really difficult for a lot of people, including us. But if we can. If we can give ourselves the, the, the grace and the, the ability to be vulnerable, then a lot of healing can come from that. And that's what's yeah, powerful, I think. And
2: I can tell you, I don't think there's one time that I've never opened up or talked to somebody, or it, it, it was hard for me to admit that that was how we passed for a little while. Like, yeah. I would just tell people, like, He's gone. Does it matter? You know, that's kind of what I would say. I'd be like, does it matter how he died? Because people would be like, well, what happened? And I'd be like, does it matter? And it it was hard to kind of admit that that's because I felt like I had to go and describe All the great parts and all the things that he was and the whole story leading up until I realized like it doesn't you don't have to have that, you know, but I had to come to terms with myself in my grief, in my uh, process of it all. And now I can talk about things very openly and I'll be like, well, he actually took his own life. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry for asking. And it's like, well, I mean kind of be careful about the questions you ask but I'll be honest yeah. about it and I'll talk to you about it but it almost never fails that when I do open up and when I kind of feel that angst of like ugh, like I don't even want to tell you that they open up and all of a sudden you hear this incredible story or something that just hit home personally for them and all of a sudden I'm going wow I would have never seen this conversation going this way and especially with some people so it is when you're vulnerable like that almost every single time do i see people open up and talk about things that i don't think they talk about with anybody in here i'm just their bartender that night you know yeah and it's cool it's really neat to open up that space just like you said and to have that on such a large a large portion for you in a large venue in a large way it's so cool it's like a intimate but not you know it's
0: not so serious because of all the like groups and stuff that you have joined you're like i just don't feel that connection sometimes with um yeah
1: so i uh, i made a mistake and didn't i mean i should have brought like a bunch of like wristbands and shirts for you guys (laughs) like coming on the twisted sisters podcast whatever but like oftentimes i will take my bracelet off and i will give it to you and i will say things like look like live-in started as my story but the cool thing about it is it can become your story. Okay. So when you take this bracelet.
2: Okay. I'm taking the bracelet. Yeah.
1: You can take the bracelet it's and white then you get the black. opportunity. And we can find other ones that are more uh, fashionable No, This forward is my colors, right? But like when when you join the movement, and it's not like obviously an official thing per se, but I think one of the things about that is you um it's it's your story right like when you, people that wear or live in swag or whatever it's not like they're telling my story right yeah. like that's and that's how it becomes a personal thing for them because it's like a
2: it's, topic opener like a exactly. conversation yep. starter so what's
1: living well let me tell you what living is what is, this is living what to it you? is to me exactly yeah. that's and i think that's the part of it that um i think we are super grateful for and i guess to a certain degree proud of because again i I never, it's not, it's, it's about the mission. It's about yeah. the why and and it, and it becomes your story and that, and then you're, you know, like you just did right there, like so eloquently told your story. It's like, gosh, if I'm listening and I'm like, man, maybe I could tell my story too and like opening up and that's a super powerful thing.
2: Yeah. I really love that you're on here and sharing all this. This <laughs> is think, really this cool. This is great. I appreciate it, the opportunity. It's really awesome. I don't get as much
1: opportunity to go, Um, you know, to go as in depth with it. So I'm grateful for that yeah. with you guys.
2: Can you like... Just share with some of our listeners like maybe how because oh, you're a you're a public voice and sort of go through something so tragic especially with your father how did you get by on your day-to-day life? Like, how do you, how do you get up and keep moving? What do do I
1: do for living? What do I do to live basically? It it doesn't
2: always start that way. You know, it's not always this beautiful story. It's, it's usually you're in a really dark, dark place and you have to choose to get up or you have to shower that day. Or, you know, maybe you need to eat or not drink or whatever it is you have to absolutely, or maybe you don't feel, or maybe you don't want, you know, it's just, grief hits everybody so differently
1: so i will say that uh when after losing my dad so that would have been 2013 um i would say subsequently the following year um i tried to be uh pretty strong for my family like for my brother and my sister and my mom and i i think i tried to like I don't want to say brush it under the rug by any means but like I tried to just go on with my life and it's like I'm just going to be super busy or whatever and just like kind of I mean not really deal with it to right. be really honest you know and I think I got myself into some scenarios um Probably, you know, probably with I mean, a little bit with drinking, uh, or just yeah. I, maybe not as much with drinking. But I think I was just reckless in a lot of areas in my in my life. I was reckless financially. I was reckless, um, definitely with with alcohol. I did not like do other drugs or whatever per se. But I was definitely just like the thought of tomorrow didn't really I didn't really care that much. You yeah, know what I mean? And I do know exactly? Yeah, and I think I don't know if I was ever really. Um, I, I don't I don't think I truly struggle with suicidal ideation at that point but I certainly was very depressed I was not happy about who I was and to your point you know I was not proud of like the situation that I was in let's just yeah. put it that way um, I remember specifically You know, I would get um, a wedding invitation from my friends, like they're gonna get married and like normally you'd be happy about that, right? And I was like upset because my friends were having great, you know, they were having babies or whatever and I was like, oh, you know, I and it's like, who am I? I almost had to look at myself and go, how am I frustrated or how am I angry with my good friend of 20 years who's getting married you know, but because I again I was so like, you're real, not happy. yeah, I was super unhappy inside, and and it got to the point where um I did start going to like a group therapy type thing, and funny I started talking about I kind of started living, and I started talking about living on the air, and I I made living about. Not just like your own existence, but about like mental health and like finding your peace, you know, and it's so much you're on your
2: journey. Yeah. Like it's, you know,
1: it's, it is the journey, not the destination. I realized that. And, you know, at the time there was a little bit of like, you're familiar with YOLO, right? Like YOLO. um, (laughs) And people like kind of misconstrued like living for YOLO. And I said, and what I, what I told people, and here's the difference, and this will always be the difference, is the idea of YOLO is a hedonistic view of like today only matters. Like it's only about today or whatever, okay? Which is like YOLO, like whatever. And you just kind of throw caution to the wind where living, in my opinion, is it's a deliberate existence to find peace with your life okay so that's where you can find i
2: love that it's a it's a
1: it's a a deeper like it's like yolo is happiness which can be fleeting whereas living is the search for peace okay and happiness and peace um, can be very different in the definition that I usually use because I think happy comes from, you know, nice things or happy just comes from great weather or whatever. But if you truly have peace, it could be storming out here right now. And I'd be like, you know what, man, it's the beautiful, most beautiful day yeah. I've ever seen, you know, cause you, it like transcends. Uh, you know, well, just, just half of
2: it. There's no ending. You're living. There's no destination. You're living. Yeah, it's the journey. It's totally it.
1: There and that's that's what it kind of became or whatever. And that's I mean to me, without getting too you know, because the the question you asked is like, where do I find? Like, how did I get? Like, how do I get up every day? Right? And like living kind of became my thing. Like yeah. living almost became. Like, if I could put all my energy and effort in that, that I was spending, you know, hating on whatever existence I was living in, and I could focus on living and creating this culture of, you know, again, deliberate existence and, and loving, you know, the people that you're with and, and spending time and energy and effort to like, really take advantage of the breath you were given. It was like a uh it was like a journey of like, oh my God, like That's I really need to hard. find like my happiness. That's you know, a whole
2: mm-hmm. mental switch. Yeah, like right. to change your thought process like that is super hard. It's almost like, like super
1: hardcore with like uh the <laughs> self actualization. Yeah like, the, the pyramid of needs, you know nothing. like it's like, whoa, this is like super crazy. And I mean, yeah, at the time I don't think I like thought about it like that deeply, but then like some other things we've talked about, it kind of became um an organic you know an an organic journey that way and so so is it possible to say that the living foundation saved my life in a way yes um i don't know if i would say that i you know potentially would have taken my life had i continued to be it down that reckless path but i also don't know that you know so um I, i i you know i never like make those assumptions or whatever but um yeah so living is a big part of who I am. And it kind of, it, in a lot of ways, it, it made me who I am today more so than probably, probably anything else.
0: Thank <laughs> you <laughs> for sharing that. Uh, yeah. You.
2: Yeah. I, um. my other question for you is, so you've like kind of found your purpose, we'll say, right? Like sure, you found your yeah. purpose for living. You found your purpose in life and it happened in like, oh, I mean, This is what that kind of became for me. And that was because of Allie here. She helped me. She was like, we need to find, (laughs) like, we need to find, you need to find what you want to, like, what's your purpose here? Not, not in that sense, but it was like, how can I help you? find a reason to get up and how can I help you find a reason to keep moving and it was never that I had suicidal thoughts but if I were to have died yesterday I could have cared less if I died tomorrow I just didn't care I think your your lack of enthusiasm for anything you just don't feel Um, that was my issue and uh so she was like let's start this this podcast and i was like this like i was like yeah okay you know it's an awesome idea super crazy super twisted but awesome yeah Yeah. 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 i came up with the name like while peeing on the toilet actually um this is real twisted yes but um it was just without her help of just getting the momentum started i don't know if i ever would have gotten this i might have gotten it started but it probably would have been in like five years (laughs) well just having Um, that
0: accountability partner was was that
2: like push to like she was like okay we have this set now and I was like all right cool and then all of a sudden I could get into it and then all of a sudden I could keep moving forward but it's hard so like I look at your story and I think like damn that mental strength like just to like push through and keep going but almost like you saw exactly where your weakness was and you just flipped it and you're like I have to get through this so is everybody else yeah. like you guys are all coming along because I'm not alone in this and that's that's the exact truth.
1: Well, so first of all, I appreciate that very much. And and kudos to you guys for having that partnership. I think there's there's two things that are cool there. Allie, for her um, to be able to kind of push you along, um, but also for you to recognize her as a support structure like that, like that's super big. Because I think sometimes we don't always recognize um, the people in our lives that are like either have been put there for a reason or you know um they're you know finding their purpose for that stuff so i think that's super cool so oh, you, yeah? i mean like you know kudos to you for recognizing that early <laughs> and often uh, that's a very special relationship i know relationship, my time obviously. come
2: to push her you know vice like <laughs> yeah. versa so we, we're yeah, yeah. never we're never on the same page no, i can never. tell you that yeah. we're always like one of us is behind and the other <laughs> one and then they, we catch up a little bit but it works that's what that's what
0: a marriage is. 8020. Yeah. The so wife go. I never knew I needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, do you feel like so what, what if you would say like what, you know, what kind of things so the podcast is your living at this point.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So this it's is where definitely you, turned into yeah. the foundation of how I share my story very open and honestly, and I'm not going to lie that was like one of the hardest um, episodes to put out, but it yeah. was the one that I knew was most needed at the same point. Um, I struggle with um, if as you get out and you tell your story and you know how to like, right? We have to market our podcast. We want people to see it. Yeah. But my end game isn't to be famous. Yeah. Right. So you have all right. these these uh clashing ideas and these clashing opinions. Impostor syndrome. And, and so it's like, how do I be my my most unapologetic my um unapologetically me, and in doing this but also get it out so that people can see it and hear our story because i know that the more people that join in because we have two completely different stories and i love it and i mm-hmm. think that's what's really great is to show like we can all coexist with really different stories, really different backgrounds but also find similarities in each other and a commonality in that we all just want to be loved, we all just want to feel loved and we all want to be heard and we all want to be seen every once in a while and that's that's completely normal
1: Well, if you, I would say that somebody connecting with you in any capacity, like whether it's through the podcast or through social media or through any channels, just, you know, at, at even at the bar or whatever, right? Like, it doesn't always have to be through the fact that, you know, there's a loss by suicide, right? Like, I think that... There's a lot of things that come from that. There's a lot of life lessons that you probably have picked up that you know probably are shared by somebody else as well. And that that's you know we're all human, like you said. We're you know we're all we're all kind of on this on this rock together doing our thing. What do you always
0: say, Allie? Spinning on a round ball. (laughs) Spinning on a round ball,
1: man. We're all here, you know. So it's it's like just you know find the people that you want, you know, that you're connecting with, and you have that. And and believe me, when it comes to the podcast universe, and frankly anything like yeah there there are are plenty of opportunities for people to find other things other than twisted sisters podcast right, yeah. so if they don't want to be a part of it don't let them don't let the door hit them in the butt of the way out okay <laughs> yeah, so that's, you that's what you should that? do yeah. like if they if they if they're drawn to your to your journey either of your journeys or if they're drawn to you know the guests that you bring on the show or if they're drawn to you know your personality your outlook on things your perspective etc etc those are the things that are going to cultivate and that have cultivated obviously you know your friends family people that are going to be a part of you know the twisted sisters you know like community if you will right no difference in living right yeah like there's people that join that again i keep saying join as if you're like pledging or something (laughs) like like that. It's like maybe we should do that like hey pledge to wear your wristband (laughs) and to wear a t-shirt once a week no i'm just kidding uh you know but people that like have become you know, big advocates for the Living Foundation that, you know, they have not suffered a loss. So it's like, it's like, it's not like you have to be, you know, take any cause, right? I mean, take you know, um, you know, I mean, pride has allies, like, you know, I yeah. like, you know, um, the black, the Black Lives Matter movement, you know what I mean? Like, they have, it's like, there's all these movements, and you don't have to be, like, I'll say, directly affected right. by it in order to, to, you know, in order to, like, embrace the ideologies of what that is. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we should yeah. treat people equally. Like, oh, that's cool. I like that. You know, like, I, I can get down with that. You know, or whatever. Like, I like the so, color red. No. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Awesome. You know, like, <laughs> me too. So,
2: like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> you like water. I like water. So and we cool. should get along. You know, I don't know. So um, I think that, you know, the the uh, one thing I will say that people are drawn drawn to. And I think um, on the episode that you had with with Mick Sterling, he brought it up is just like I think people are drawn to. You know an attractive positive you know just life force right so if you can if you can bring to people um some some positive nature and maybe an outlook on life that they you know that they can appreciate or or whatever like hopefully people are resonated with that, you know? Yeah. And again, if they don't, that's right. fine too. There's right. plenty of negativity out there. Right. Find your negativity. And, and spinning
2: <laughs> off kind of how you said that earlier was like the the concept has been done. I mean, like we can go anywhere and the concept has been done, but it hasn't been done by you with your spin, with your creativity, the colors that you like, the vision that you have. And that's what makes it special because I was reading, a, it was a self-help book and I can't remember which book it is right now, but they were talking about like the liquor industry and you know, like you have we can say a hard seltzer, right? The hard yeah. seltzer's been done by somebody else wants to come in and create their own hard seltzer. But even if you do like ten percent of or like even 005 percent of what we'll say like Bud Light is doing or any of those like you're still millions of dollars like you're still you're still crushing it yeah and you're doing it though in your way and somebody's going to look at your label and say oh I like that yeah because of your twist and how you did it and it was like one of those things of like oh there is a place for me there is a place for that person and so even if you have done it it's there's still a place for you
1: well it kind of reminds me of like so I love what you guys bring to the table. So like Twisted Sisters is like fun. Like I want to be a part of that community, right? But that doesn't mean that I Twisted don't brother. like that I don't like the Twisted Brothers, right? This is, <laughs> yeah. the, this is the problem. I'm, te- I'm serious. Like I'm yeah. going to draw a comparison to our... You know, social media slash political landscape that we have kind of created for ourselves, where like literally, if you are this, you can't be this. Yes, Does that make sense? I agree. And it's like to me, can't I be
2: a contradiction?
1: Yes. Like can't like so that's again that's that's this. It's really weird. It's like um, there we just we have this re- really um, dichotomy scenario where like we feel is though, oh gosh. You like, you're an alley person. Oh, well, I'm a Samantha person. So I guess we can't be friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's so wrong. Like, yes. you could be a part. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's very. Uh, it's like
0: when people break up. I remember. Yeah, having- like,
1: like. Yeah, you have to pick sides or something. This is not junior high relationship. (laughs) This is life on the third rock from the sun, (laughs) as Allie would say. It's so
2: crazy. I was, Uh, I don't know. I was writing in my journal and I was talking about like contradictions. I just usually have words that I'll focus on. But I was like, God, I'm such a contradiction. I am sometimes, you know, because I'm like, I really like to be you know the life of the party but i always i like to be in but you're an introvert yeah you know you have those contradictions of like (laughs) it it was it was kind of strange to me i was like how do i even explain myself or when you're writing a bio right i'm like i'm fun but i'm crabby and pissy too you know like (laughs) i'm this but i'm that and you're like i I can be all of it i can be all of it and it's totally okay and And that's what makes you you
1: yeah Yeah. absolutely um just out
2: here trying to live in (laughs)
1: <laughs> just just, living. just trying to
2: hashtag living
1: just trying to get her just trying to get through it you know and <laughs> like you said it's like uh i think this is the point where i should like at some point in time announce that i'm like going to run for a political office <laughs> yeah. in a, it's like a, like yes, it's like I, I announced show. it on the twisted sisters podcast <laughs> please because, do it on our show because yeah from a political <laughs> standpoint like, honestly, I just sometimes I do get that feeling. I'm like, okay, we have groups of people that like just continually want to, you know, be again, like tearing us apart. And I'm like, I feel like most people are in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, absolutely. this is super weird. and They you know? seem
2: to be really loud, don't they? Right. And I think why are the
1: people that are the crazy ones always the <laughs> loudest? Like, I'm pretty loud. Like, I feel like I'm relatively. With know, it, nobody
2: you know? cares what I have to say because it's all like rainbows and butterflies. Like, you hear yeah. that negative stuff and it catches your attention for a reason. So you know? when I get it's my like career where it
1: needs to be and I'm running for political office I'm you announcing it bone. on the Twisted Sisters podcast Perfect. it's probably going it, to it. It may be a decade or so from now by the time <laughs> I get my stuff figured out we might
0: need out, systems, we'll need a be, <laughs> yeah. be the old
2: Twisted Sisters we'll need a locker.
1: You it would be the Twisted Mamas or the <laughs> hey, Twisted Grandmas,
0: <laughs> grandmas or too. something like that like dear, dear, dear God, 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 God don't say God, that dear yet dear I'm not a grandma yet <laughs> yeah. I have a 16 we're not going that way yet we have Twisted Brothers that's what they say but oh
2: yeah our boys they're like we're gonna start a podcast called Twisted Brothers I was like you do it yeah you do you
0: exactly.
1: boo yeah that'll be fun i don't know
2: pt will
0: wear a shirt that says it
1: yeah oh <laughs> hey whatever I'll, I'll wear any shirt about anything you know
2: <laughs> well it has been an absolute honor and pleasure to have you on today the interviewer uh is being interviewed so that's kind of fun
1: we love it it's not always that i'm on this side of the <laughs> right. microphone but i'm grateful for it I so love I am, it. this was a lot of fun ladies i appreciate it
0: is i there, do have one more question sure. quick who is the best celebrity that you have interviewed oh good one
1: uh the best without question is garth Brooks. Okay. So. I I had a chance to meet him in person when he was here at US Bank Stadium. Um, And the best part is I did not want to take like a picture, like a stage photo. So I just told a guy, I said, here, just videotape, like just video me talking to Garth Brooks. And I talked one-on-one with Garth Brooks for about a minute. And I actually made him laugh at one point in time. But he did give me an incredibly awesome piece of advice that I'll drop on you as the show closes here. He says that people live in the moment and the entertainer lives in the moment right before the moment and then just lets that moment happen so garth Ooh. knows every time there's going to be a moment it's almost like he sets it up and then lets the moment happen and he knows that moment's going to happen and that's why he's such a great entertainer
2: that's beautiful How about that yeah? i love that thank yeah. you so much, yeah. much, love, yeah. much love, right? help hope and hugs hashtag live in, you guys thanks for listening to <laughs> the twisted Sister. Right? Yeah. yes
1: Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha.
0: Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted Sisters. We're all a little twisted.